Yo, what up? Who's out there? Hello, everyone. It's the Herald of Modcast, our weekly recap of Taboo, the FX series starring Tom Hardy and co-created by himself, his father, Chips Hardy, and Ridley Scott. Yeah. And Stephen Knight. Uh, I'm liking this show more and more as it goes on. Yeah, I'm glad it's on TV. It's cool. And I'm glad it's not on uh, streaming. Not that it would make the show any worse, but it's kind of cool that this show is on TV, TV. Well, especially given that it's like R-rated. It's definitely R-rated with the language and the content. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Uh, Yeah, I'm into it. I'm willing to stick with it. It's a little slow. One thing I've sort of observed is that it's very um, unlike Game of Thrones or Walking Dead where they branch off. I mean, it's only the third episode. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really direct, like, it's all about him. And his storyline. Yeah. So there's not like a third, a subgroup of characters and another like tribe of characters that where they can branch off. I like that. I and here's why because it gets really tiring to go. There's there's a few show every other show that you see like of course you gave the two best examples but there's a lot of shows that. I've caught on on streaming that there's so many different side stories going right. on or different locations that it's yep. so exhausting to keep up with it. Yeah, and the whole sort of like you get a character storyline for one episode and then you don't see it for a month. Yeah, you know, so I maybe they must they must have talked about that in some de- to some degree where it's like you know how everyone's doing this we're gonna put, take it back a couple decades and do it where it's like about this man and his his you know cast around him you know like the supporting supporting cast. Yeah. yeah i mean because there there's a fantastic supporting cast of very well-known uh british and american actors uh mm-hmm. this week michael kelly who's um a well-known uh american character actor um from yeah he's good he, he plays the doctor guy yeah, yeah who's who basically delaney hardy's character goes to because he owns this island that everybody the, the americans want whatever, yeah. the british want i mean a lot does happen in this episode he from the second episode he had been stabbed yeah it was an assassinata- assassination 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 <laughs> assassinated <laughs> he was attempted to assassinated and he ended up killing the guy by biting him in the neck he literally like bit his throat out or his jugular out actually yeah yeah which is pretty intense well also causing there to be speculation on the internet as to whether or not this guy is in fact a vampire because he wears a lot of clothes during the daytime and he bit this guy in the neck i I don't think he's a vampire yeah he's something there's something well they haven't revealed it yet no i mean he can see spirits and ghosts and yeah I think it's. I think it'd be cool if they just sort of kept going the sort of African voodoo route with it, right? Where he sort of gets food, voodoo powers or whatever, yeah. You know, and that's sort of the center of his, you know, extra otherworldly supernatural senses and stuff. Not like I was bit by a a bat and yeah. a vampire or some shit. You know, I don't think he's a vampire. I think that was just like a savage move. You know what I mean? That was just like yeah. a man fighting for his life bit the guy in the throat because he's like, a fucking savage. Um, not unlike Rick in the claimed <laughs> episode. Oh, yeah. Of, when uh, he Game of uh, bites the guy in the throat when they're going to rape Carl. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have his, their turns with Carl and that Yeah, and he ripped his throat out. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's not... It, yeah, just because someone goes there doesn't make him a vampire. And This character reminds me of a little bit of the Brad Pitt character in 
Legends of the Fall when he goes off on a search around the world into like Africa and different places and kind of becomes a savage and one with nature. Oh, really? Like that, it's sort of, yeah, he reminds me more of like that because he spent Tom Hardy's character, Delancey, Delaney. Um, ended up in uh, Africa for 10 years, yeah. clearly, but he was en route there in a slave ship. Right. We don't know what his involvement was. Well, he might have learned the voodoo from the slaves and shit. Possibly, because I mean, he keeps crashed. seeing them as ghosts. Yeah, yeah, the ship crashed, and he was one of the only survivors, if not maybe the only survivor or right. something. But yeah, so he spent 10 years surviving in Africa and apparently also made a lot of money. So there's that whole thing that we don't know where yeah. he made his money or how. Right. But in this episode, we do find out that it was the East India Company that put the hit out on him. Yes. And his response was to go and make a will that <laughs> says if he is killed, all of his property and money will be left to America. Yeah. <laughs> which, le- which puts them in the position of keeping needing to keep him alive. Needing to keep him alive now. It's totally flipped. Yeah. They need to try to keep him alive. So now they have to find other ways to get at him. Yeah outside of murder i mean he's extreme what i like about he's, clever, he's man. so clever he's so smart he's one step ahead of everyone yet they they underestimate him they every think he's time he's a savage yeah they think he's a savage for freaking you know the troglodyte character right well meanwhile his stepmother we found out in episode two that had married his father secretly who's an actress yeah uh she and she's kind of trying to claim her half of everything yes but she you know, he tries to sort of get her to Brush go away, her off, yeah. but then she gets set up by the company. They find out about her too, the East India Trading Company, and they try to set her up by getting. Well, this- that's we're skipping ahead a little. Like they first had a meeting in his house, and she wants to move in. She wants half right. the house, and at first he's like basically like, get the fuck out of here. And then he's by the fire, and he has like a premonition vision thing, and he's instantly like make her up a room, put her in the room, go upstairs. Get well, he her in keeps the house. seeing this car- this like voodoo person woman I, th- I thought it was like his stepsister it looks like her but she has like sometimes she looks dead sometimes she looks alive. yeah she's always in the water like woman in the water kind of premonition thing spirit guiding him because guiding he makes decisions based on when this this uh spirit shows up and right and that was like an instant switch because at first he was like i thought he was gonna have her killed or something right and instead he goes to you know, you'll be safest in here. You're, you're, a, but he's still like, you're a weakness. You're a total fucking loose end. But she's not, I mean, she does know about the property and she wants half of that. But no, she, she doesn't. She, well, she, she knows she's entitled to it and she just wants the house because she's right. not very smart, clearly. Well, she's not interested in the territory at all. Right. She's like some island I've never been and never will go. I have no interest in. And so I don't know if that helps Little also. Little does she know. It's the corner, it's the key to location the fucking, to the shipping of the whole world. The whole yeah. fucking world go figure and so he wants all the tea in china he literally literally yeah (laughs) he wants to start a monopoly in the tea industry and start his own delaney shipping and and fur trapping delaney trading company so he's also like a guy of the books like he knows how to like he's always reading his father's book uh, you know balancing the books and the inventories or whatever like you know he's like he knows uh he knows how to his way around a ledger oh yeah you know he has an office it's uh interesting sort of mix of character where he's like the savage but he's also pretty well educated by seemingly and methodical and practical yeah. and very precise and and clever and sort of yep. a tactician with, with you know both war and politics it seems yeah Go figure 
you know? Yeah. And so you want to kind of know. I'm starting to get to the point where, like, I need to know more about this guy. Yeah. Going forward because, you know, I, I was weird. One thing I thought was weird was when he was tied up and the doctor was sort of going to force information out of him. Mm-hmm. And, like, he stitches him up and he's back out. And it was weird to see his character sort of, like, weakened because he was like hobbling and limping yeah and he starts off as such a strong character and you sort of almost think that he's like invincible but like after i mean he just gets stabbed in the stomach but it was sort of like i guess more of a personal like taste thing than it was like it's accuracy to the character thing for me but it was just sort of watching him hobble around i sort of like didn't like that really no, not really. I was sort of like, why is he, in, uh, you know. I thought, I thought it was more real, which is what they're really doing with this series. Well, I mean, God, I wasn't it's. I'm not sure how real he was. You know what I mean? Oh, so, I see. So I'm like, is he magical? Or I guess he's not that magical. Uh, okay. Or he's not that supernatural. Like, he's, hmm. also, he's still more human than he's I guess I thought human. he was. He's more human, yeah. You know, I thought he could do some sort of spell and heal that shit up or some fucking okay. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's just, again, my own personal thought. I, it's not like, oh, this doesn't work for the character. Right. It just doesn't work in the story i just wasn't sure in like how long he would suffer or uh-huh. how badly he would suffer i mean you know he's stabbed in the gut by an assassin right and go. i don't oh the doctor said that he had after he goes to see the doctor and, and says look up. i want to do a deal with your folks in america right the, the doctor has people following him and luckily that he did because they grabbed him after he'd been stabbed and and the doctor stitching him up right but he's also saying to him give me information or i'll just cut you open i'll again. kill you right now because he tom hardy was like fucking shackled to the table yeah the operating table so he had no leeway yeah but he still was just he basically said like yeah i want all the tea in china and i want to work with america and right i was like oh well, why didn't you say that you know like, yeah you should send them the first place yeah. yeah and so as this is happening the actress is performing and she's has like you know a following and stuff, but all all of the actresses are also sort of double as courtesans. But but she she's does not. not. Yeah. yeah, she does not. And uh, so that sort of leads into something by the end of the episode. But there's another interesting moment where a sort of the king's chief advisor guy meets with Jonathan Price's character mm-hmm. and basically says like the crown doesn't need you like, yeah you know we don't really need you your involvement why should we even team up with you right you know you're you and we're us right and then i, I forget how it sort of ends but it sort of comes to the terms that like they both need to work together against the americans you know yeah and i mean and then of course you've got the great freaking mark gaddis who's um uh Mycroft Holmes on Sherlock plays, plays Prince Regent. It's Prince Regent. Prince Regent. Yeah. Oh. And but he's so ridiculous looking. Oh he's God, like he's the, the makeup, the fat, yeah. and he looks like he has some sort of skin disease. Yeah, it's he, kind of hilarious. It looks like he's got like the king's disease, like gout. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, like <laughs> you know, ex- disease of excess. I know. Well, and I got to say the detail on this show in terms of the makeup they make everyone's teeth yellow which they never do they never do you, in every no matter what era the show is yeah it's like movie. nice beautiful white, white teeth pearly yeah. white teeth <laughs> so dumb it's unre- unreal this is so they've spared no detail I, I, I gotta believe Hardy had something to do with that because it just it's so dirty London like accurate it, it's accurate it's exactly how there's a show on Netflix called Filthy Cities. Watch it and check out the London one. Yeah, there's only it's three the episodes. Same time period, and it yeah. it would be disgusting. There would be like 
crap all over the streets. Well, we and, talked about how, like, we going, if we went back in that time, we wouldn't survive. No. Even. Like, we wouldn't have the resistances. Not that they did. They all died of the fucking Black Plague. Right. But even though, like, we couldn't, we probably couldn't stand the smell. Like, we'd probably just vomit. Yeah. Right away from the smell. Like, we're not used to those living conditions. Yeah. I know. Well, so the stepmom actress gets sort of set up by a prostitute and this whatever he is he was a lord or a duke yeah he's a duke yeah he was a duke and she fights back which they knew she would we i guess it's a east india yeah they set her up up because they they set him up they basically say he's she's supposed to go be his whore and she She fights back and she cuts the guy in the face yeah and now she's in trouble because they're gonna come for her well then tom hardy steps in and he comes he's there with a gun yeah you know and he sort of saves her and he's like that girl is gonna go to the gallows you don't fucking attack a lord blah 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 and then tom Tom Brady's like, I'm going to give you Tom this. Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. Go Pats. <laughs> Tom Brady. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> Tom Hardy like says, he's like, you got to go to France or some shit. Remember? He said, oh, yeah. He keeps he trying to her get her to go. And she and she's like, she won't go, but she's going to find out how much trouble she's in. Well, they keep saying you're a weak. Like you are a weakness. In yeah. This. I have to fucking look out for you. I told you not to leave the yeah. house. You're going and being going on stage. He's like, here's this nice diamond. You right. can go to Paris and lay low until all all this stuff is over. Oh, and she's then a liability. She's a liability. You know, it's he's so. I mean, I understand what you're saying about like seeing him physically hobble and all of that, but from a emotional, just as a person, he's so strong all the time. He never sort of wavers, except the one weakness he seems to have is this affair with his sister. And there's a scene where she uh, comes and she straddles him in a church. And then just, but then then instantly gets off him. Yeah. (laughs) He says, I never want to see you again. But we should say about that is that her gross husband, what goes and visits him in his office. Yeah. And then he goes into launches into about how he's like having sex with her all the time. And he's like, I should thank you because since you've come back, she's like a sexual fucking yeah. freak, whatever. And so he's really just trying to get under his skin. Right. Because he knows she's, he knows clearly she what's loves up. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's that weird, weird scene where they're having dinner, the husband and his sister, and he's going on about how she can't get pregnant or she won't get pregnant. Oh, right. And like that they're having it out about like, oh, my fucking peasant work boys have litters of children and you can't give me a single child. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, maybe you don't want to give me a child. You want to give Tom Hardy's a child, you know? Right. And so, yeah, there's definitely some. Uh, loose ends there oh and then the daughter of the madam yeah is back. yeah she's back and she's talking to him and she took the tooth out of the assassin well and she also has like a little group a gang like like in uh, city of god city of god or <laughs> yeah. charles dickens or yeah uh, she's got like a little gang of little uh artful kids. dodger gang yeah thing. yeah totally and they just go around stealing and picking off dead bodies and stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and she brings him the tooth like a mm-hmm, trophy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you keep it. She can use the silver more than he needs it. Well, and he says, go back to your mother. Right. Because you're not safe here. Oh, and speaking of mothers, he like did some investigating in his mother's old bedroom, remember? And he found that bird insignia in the fireplace. Oh, right. And it's on his back like a burn. It's not yeah. a full tattoo because he has like a lot of tattoos, but that is like a brand on his back. Yeah. And it's the same bird symbol. And yeah. And we don't know what it means yet. And he doesn't even know what it right. means. Hmm. And uh, so there's that. You know, 
a lot of a lot of open-ended stuff but yeah. it's, i'm still in i'm still invested well i'm invested yeah i'm yeah. invested in oh i'm totally invested i i really like this character he's my new favorite character on television right now yeah he's tom Hardy's good man yeah he's he's fucking he can hold a show together you know what he i mean he really can what can you say you can totally do it He's a pro. I hope, uh, good, I hope he man. does become the next James Bond, actually. He would do good. If it's not going to be Idris Elba, I would vote for Tom Hardy. He's yeah. A badass. And he's cool, man. Yeah. He's pretty dapper. I mean, he did that with that stupid Chris Pine movie where he was sort of an undercover agent. Yeah. That was like a rom-com. That was bad. But you bought him as like a CIA MI6 guy. Yeah. That's basically, he was an MI6 British agent. Right. You know, that's kind of James Bond, except with fucking Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. <laughs> and like paintball. Yeah. <laughs> like paintball. And Christoph Pinish. Yeah, because the rumor is that uh, possibly Christopher Nolan is directing the next James Bond with Hardy. That, Hardy. I mean, that's in talks because they still haven't determined whether Daniel Craig's coming back or well, not. Well, I heard that he was. I heard that he was going to do one more. Okay. But now maybe he's not. Maybe they're going to be like, no, we like this whole Chris Nolan, Tom Hardy matchup. Maybe we'll just get rid of Craig Well, altogether. the producers swear that, that Craig's their first choice still. I know. They keep saying that. Yeah. I wouldn't care if we saw a new James Bond. He, he's done like four now? Five? Yeah, I think four. Four? That's five? Four is good. I don't good. know, actually. Well, four Casino five. Royale, Quantum of Solace then Skyfall, uh, and then this last one. Spectre. So four. Yeah. He's done four. I think four, I think five isn't, you know, that's enough. Right. I think four is enough. How many did Pierce Brosnan do? Like four? Maybe five? Maybe five, because there was a couple really bad ones at There's the end. The one with Halle Berry. And Denise Richards. Yeah, The World Is Not Enough. I think he did five. Golden, Golden, Golden Eye. Eye. Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough. And uh, maybe only four. Yeah, maybe a, four. One more after that, because yeah. there was two okay ones and then two really bad ones. Right. Yeah, even Goldeneye, looking back on it, it's not that great. It's, it's super 90s. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So hey, no Sean Bean, though. Yeah, Sean Bean's badass. We love Sean Bean. Um, so, yeah, so Taboo is, uh, it's definitely, I, I mean, it's kind of the grown-up Penny Dreadful. It is a grown-up Penny Dreadful. There's not much action. No. There's not much sort of dirty, dirty, rotten action yet. No. I feel like it's going <laughs> to get there, though. It'll get We're there. We're getting somewhere, and we really don't know. There's a lot of speculation. People are are talking about the ghost that he sees, and yeah. possibly he's a vampire, and I don't know. And I, ship, and yeah. Yeah, there's stuff that we don't know. I, I, I almost don't care. I'm invested enough that I really love the character, and I the supporting cast is great. The script's great. The, mm-hmm. the production design and the way they're really dra- dragging us into that world is incredible, I think. Dragging us through the muck. Yeah, definitely through the muck. It's, yeah, man, they don't uh, you know spare any expense to really make it gritty and real. Yeah. And then true to the era, the period. I mean, it is slow if you're someone who wants to see vampires fast or zombies fast or Yeah, it's not that yet. It's not that yet. No. And that's the thing about a Game of Thrones is you can have one storyline that's all dialogue in a castle and then the other storyline you're out with the White Walkers chopping them up. Right. You know what I mean? So you could have both. Whereas this is just still the one storyline essentially, which is uh, is interesting because it is like 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 we mentioned or like I said, it's fucking... 
it's these shows now. It's four or five different storylines, yeah. different characters helming each one in different locations. For God's yep. sakes, so this is interesting. It's one location about one guy, and you know we'll see where it goes from there. So. And yet, a lot of drama, a lot going on, a I, lot of mystery. Well, and you know, it's it's a very good point you brought up with that because not not just Walking Dead, not just Game of Thrones. I mean, freaking Downton Abbey, right. Was the same formula where you've got all different scenarios going on. Yeah, the up house, the bottom house. Yeah, yeah, and then over somewhere else and this and that and all these different things. And it is exhausting. And there is something really refreshing about something that's holding your attention just on this one character's the world. Of, yeah, man. You got to hand it to him. That's a bold move, too, because it's definitely a big departure from the trend in television. Right yeah. Now. You know, so it's cool that they like were like, let's just how we want to do this. And this is what the show is going to be like. Right. Because it's a big uh, variant from pretty much all the shows that are coming out now. Balls. Bows. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it on some bows. We'll leave it on some balls and uh, we'll we'll uh, be back with another recap next week and also some more movie reviews. We're going to see the final uh, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yes. I want to play that Resident Evil um, VR game that's on PlayStation 4. I bet that's pretty cool. That could be cool. It's a, got to buy the VR headset. Oh, yeah. And the VR controls. Maybe Sony will just give it to us? Yeah, Maybe. They, they're good like that. We they, do a lot of promos for you. Yeah, they hook us up. All right, well, uh, thanks, jerks. All right, jerks. See ya. See ya.